So this week was an incredible concert that people are still talking about, celebrating 60 years of Jewish music. It was produced by Shea Mendlowitz in New York, drew a huge audience, and it was definitely one of those epic concerts that there is so much to discuss about. Luckily, we had a fabulous idea and sent Libby Schwartz, our weekly squeeze correspondent, to cover the concert, and she is here to tell us all the juicy details. Did anyone fall off the stage? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Not really. Not really? Okay. Well, you know me, the critic, the insider, you know, I get the inside scoop because I'm in the industry kind of a little tiny little bit, so I got to see some little tiny glitches, but let's not even discuss that. No, we're definitely going to discuss that. We're definitely going to discuss that. But let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. So you came to the venue. The concert was to raise awareness for McCore an organization that supports families that have children with disabilities, from what I understand? Yes. And was it a full house? It was absolutely a full house. I would say 95% at least, which which I think is a huge number because, you know, ch- tickets were not that cheap. Tickets were not understandably. cheap. Understandably. Mm-hmm. They were just a cluster of empty seats that I saw. Otherwise, it was okay. Packed. So what made this concert more exciting, more special, more unique than your average Arm Free, Benny Friedman, Schwecky concert? Okay, so to sum it up, a quick conversation I overheard. My, my friend was there with her husband. So after the show, we kind of met up and discussed it. And my friend's husband, he does sound. He's also in the industry. And so he's a huge fan of you know, these singers and the whole, he understands the whole, the whole history of of what goes on. So basically he said that he's been to every single house concert for the past 13 years. Mm -hmm. And this was by far, by far the best. And his friend who was standing right there said, Oh, this concert was like Hask on steroids. So was it because there was a bigger budget, bigger variety of stars or everything just aligned perfectly? And there was this like cosmic energy. Exactly. I'll tell you what it really was. It was very special. Um, they brought back the, the singers and musicians of really, really of the past. Like you don't see them. You don't get to see them or hear them perform anymore. Give us and an example. Because I ain't here a thing yet. So tell me one singer from the oh, past that was there. For instance... I'm sure you've heard of the first ever Jewish band, the Rabbi's Sons. They yeah. were there. The, the original band was there. They, yes, they were there. Old men and all, you know, in their glorious elderly age. And it the was Rolling Stones of Jewish so, music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> OK, it was so sweet and actually humbling to see it. But did you recognize uh, the songs? I did. Yes. They sang kind of a medley of their songs. I probably I recognized probably at least half of it, if not more. And people were singing along. The energy was amazing. And to me personally, this was very humbling to like see these elderly men standing there on that stage with a certain level of like dignity. Like they are, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're part of this history. This they're really, Jewish really music important. nobility. Exactly. And you hear their developed voices, you know, like they're not young and it's seasoned, you know, it comes along with a certain spice, a certain seasoning. That's it's just it was very sweet. For those of us who don't know Rabbi and Sons, what other singer came on stage and it was a blast from the past for you? I want to I want to walk you through from the moment when I got there. OK, so Go I got for there it. early. OK, I got I got there early, obviously. And I walk in there and there's nobody there except staff and, you know, the camera crew and whatnot. And I was just like in awe because, you know, like when you walk into a, a very, very empty auditorium and you feel a certain excitement in the energy because, you know, there's something huge coming, but there's no sound because nobody's there. And all the crew, you know, they're talking quietly. They're just doing their thing. They're quick. They're efficient. And all you hear is the humming of machinery. 
Right. They're testing the lights, but there's no sound. There's no music. There's nothing. Yeah. It was surreal. It's quite a transition. People so don't even know, know what goes about. into it. Let me describe the stage for you. There was obviously a huge, huge screen in the center. And then on the sides, there were all, you know, at least six on each side, additional screens and laser lights and whatnot. So I was actually very impressed with the way they started the evening. Before, before the music even came up or anything happened, the CEO of Makar, Elliot Brownstein, came on stage and started with a capital of Tehillim because of, you know, everything that's going on in Ukraine and over the, in the world. So it was a very, it was really, really proper and really appropriate way to start the concert. It, it kind of it was a humbling feeling, you know. Reminded us happen, who we are and what really matters. Exactly. And before we're going to have an amazing time, you know, enjoying music, let's think of our brothers and sisters who are suffering and they really okay. are. So that was really, that was really special. Then Nachum Siegel, radio welcomed host. the show. Huh? Radio host Nachum Siegel. Yeah, he welcomed the show and he introduced Yisrael Lamb. So he just made that announcement and then the music started. It was absolutely dynamic. How was the sound? Crazy. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Okay. I, I was, yeah, I, yeah. I started out in the filming booth and then I moved forward. So I was uh, just a few rows back. I was like basically right in front of the But stage. wherever you but were, not- the sound was beautiful yes. and you heard all the instruments and it was clear and crisp the way a proper concert should sound. Yes. Good. And the lighting was, the lights were beautiful. Phenomenal. And the screens, yeah. yeah, the screens also, the way they flashed, whatever they flashed behind the screens as whatever it is was happening was also really, really well done. Just the... Video setup, Flow Motion Studios did that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had 13 cameras set up in different areas of the arena, and they also had a handheld. And not only that, they hired a very professional television crew. They mm-hmm. they really used very, very high-end equipment. It was properly done. That's they sure. filmed it so that it could be streamed on the screens on stage, or are you are under the impression that they're going to sell it as a DVD? Or So... I can't say. You can't say. All right. We're just going to assume that it's going to be for sale in the future. Okay. It's my podcast. I could derive whatever I want to derive. Go on. Okay. No problem. No, because I do know the answer to that. I just, uh, I'm not at liberty to disclose it Mm -hmm. at the moment. I want to hear Avram Fried, Benny Friedman, Shweki. Who was there? Was Kantriyasi there? Who was there? Okay. All of the above. Oh. Except. Except. Yeah. Oh, you're good. You're good. Except. This is a little, uh, another little twist that they put into the concert. So Ben Freeman Shweki, they all came on stage. I can I can give you the details or not, but an interesting thing that they did was at some point, I don't remember who introduced legendary Aram Freed. Okay. okay. But he didn't show up in person because he's an artistral or something. He couldn't make it. So he was mm-hmm. on the screen. Was it a hologram? But it was- <laughs> Almost. <laughs> we'll get there one day. <laughs> yes. It was brilliantly done because what happened was the individual singers that were selected to sing with him, quote unquote, mm-hmm. actually they incorporated the live band with the live singer on stage with Avram Fried singing. Get out. Yeah. Was he in front of a green screen? So so I know I, I, I know how it was done. Obviously, it was they filmed it on a green screen and they synced it exactly. But it was amazing that the, the band, everything was in sync. That means they were playing. So I'll explain to the listeners who don't understand how this works. There was a computer system set up that is streaming tracks into the earphones that the musicians are wearing. So they're playing to a click track with pre-recorded tracks. So you're hearing a combination of pre-recorded tracks as well as a live performance. 
Otherwise, it would be impossible to sync that up. Give away all the secrets. <laughs> I mean, that's why people tune in because they're going to hear things on the weekly squeeze that they don't hear anywhere else. Duh. <laughs> okay, let's let's get to so, something. Yeah, go on. One second. Wait, wait, there's a twist. Fine. So Avram Free performed Yay. Then they also did at some point a beautiful introduction to Mordechai Ben David. So everyone's like yelling, MBD, MBD. Everybody got excited in the audience, and boom, he gets he gets onto a screen. So people were very disappointed. Wow. They, I know they enjoyed it, but it, like it wasn't the same. Here's the thing. When I knew he was sitting next to you in the audience. <laughs> Not not exactly, but almost. Okay. (laughs) What I knew that other people didn't was that he was actually there, but they wanted to kind of let the audience believe that he's not showing up. And And then all of a sudden, yes, one Shabbos said, did he see that? Yes. No way. Yes. So good at this. Yeah. You're amazing. It's almost like you were there. Maybe I was. Maybe I was. Maybe Maybe I was part of the gimmick. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Go on. So was it an award ceremony? Yes, it was. And not not the the concert wasn't based on that, but in certain uh, parts, for instance, Mordechai Ben David received a Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous um, award. A crystal microphone. Hallelujah. <gasps> you would just, well, yeah. Oh, I would yeah, exactly. That is so exactly. beautiful. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. Was, that was everybody like it emotional? Was glistening. It was, was glistening it? in the lighting. It was just next level. I, I couldn't even handle it. You know, in life, there are so many beautiful gifts that Hashem gives each and every one of us. But He's given me so many special gifts that no matter how long I will live, even thousands of years, will not suffice to thank Hashem enough. So my thanks goes to the Rabbani Shalaylam. Yaron Gershovsky also came up on stage. Okay. And he's also, he's, I don't know how old he is, but oh my goodness, does he play a mean piano? His fingers? Oh, wow. Did he play? Yes. He's played on so many Jewish music albums. So he, so it was interesting because they introduced him. And, you know, the crowd was cheering. I thought they would cheer, cheer more at that point. And then he just simply, he waves to the crowd one time with, with so much dignity and class. He just walks over to the piano, sits right down, like as if, as if it's a part of him, and just simply starts playing. And he first started in more like subtle play. And then all of a sudden he did these complicated runs. It was the crowd went crazy. And what was amazing was he just he just sat there. He didn't, you know, sometimes pianists, you know, they shake, they do all their. No, no, no. He just sat there, you know, tall, dignified and just played the the most intricately arrangements. So that was very special. Also, very complex piano moves. It was very nice. It's nice um, to honor musicians just for being musicians. It's not only about yeah, the singers. Yeah, and he's old school. He's old school. You know, that's sure. what I'm saying. They had they had a tremendous lineup. It was amazing. And by the way, nobody knew. Who was uh, there. Was, they, yeah, I don't was... know how they managed to keep it secret to this degree. They also honored Eagle Solomon. Uh, they did a tribute for him. He's He uh, created London School of Jewish Song. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that he would he would simplify, he would like simple down the arrangement so that the choir could be heard. I wanted to research it. I just haven't had the chance. There was a whole collection of elderly men singing. And I have a feeling those are the original choir members. Yes, that's what I was telling you earlier. There was a video that went viral of the London Boys Choir, the original group singing in somebody's house. And everybody went bananas because they were singing the original harmonies and it was just like such a blast from the past. Okay, so how was Mordechai Ben David introduced, right? The first time around, which was 
not live. The part where he was performing through a screen, which by the way, I spoke to the guy over the weekend. I met the person who did the video, Flomotion, uh, Yankee from Flomotion Studios. And he was telling me, Mr. Chavez, that he has to go and film MBD and quickly edit the video for the, for today's show. Okay. <laughs> the next day. So that was interesting. Anyway, so how was he introduced? Yossi Green walks on stage and he also has like a certain dignity, certain class. He's, he's a legend in his own right, you know? Totally. You know, I and, interviewed him, right? Yes. And I filmed him numerous times, by the we're way. Both, we're both super cool. Okay. <laughs> we are. So he goes right to his piano and with his like beautiful, he has like a certain voice, certain quality to his voice. Yeah. He, you know, does the introduction, his clothes, he wants to introduce his close friend, you know, and then he finally gets to it and he introduces MBD and Mordechai and David comes on the screen and, you know, the whole shebang. And then when he finishes, quote unquote, performing with him and they Again, they did the same interactive method of performing. Yossi Green was actually playing on the piano. The band was playing along and Mordechai David was singing to that music and Yossi harmonized on top of that. Amazing. It was incredible. That's not so easy. Done, That's not easy to pull off. Not at all. People don't realize the, the technical details that goes into that to really yeah. execute it to perfection is like yeah. next Very, level. It could be risky. Very risky. So the cute thing was the crowd didn't know yet that Mordechai David is actually there in the flesh. So when he went off the screen, <laughs> Yossi Green, he, he like he couldn't hold back. He was like laughing. He's like, bye, Mordechai. See you in Shul tomorrow. <laughs> Are they then, neighbors? So, yes, they both live in Seagate. Ah, cute. <laughs> and then before Mordechai and David came up, before he, when he popped up on the screen, Yossi Green was playing like, he's looking around on the stage. He's like, where are you? Where are you, Mordechai? Where are you? You know, and then all of a sudden you notice him on the screen. So it was, it was cute. It was humor. And then, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, little does the crowd know, you'll, you'll be seeing him before tomorrow morning. But yes, he was <laughs> in on the joke. Yes, he was in on the joke. Yes. And he played it very, it was, it was cute. <laughs> okay. Now <laughs> tell me a little bit, tell me a little bit about the newer singers that were featured like which singers were officiated joey as joey newcomb okay and i love joey newcomb i also filmed with him a few times okay and he just has a certain stage presence uh you know he's quirky and he really sings well and it's so funny i don't take him as like a big stage performer he's like so much more a kumzitz chiller kind of guy yes but, i was actually he holds his presence on the stage very much so i was surprised to see him there because because if he's there, then why wasn't Barry Weber there? You know, certain singers, I'm very surprised they weren't there. Mm -hmm. But I'm also at the same time, I'm very surprised that Joey was there. But he was incredible. Well, he it could be some singers. It could be some singers had, you know, conflicting schedules or could weren't be. available. Yeah. Yeah. Even be. though you, I would um, make myself available for this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was thinking like, wait, why was Avram Freed in Aristotle? What? Avram Freed doesn't uh, have to work on anyone else's schedule. The world revolves around Avram Freed. I know, but he can't deny us of experiencing his live performance. Also true. <laughs> but I wanted to say something about Joey. What did I want to say? Yeah, that he has a certain, his quirkiness is really his strong point because he caught, he, he really brings it forward in a really beautiful way. He has a certain life in with in him and he just his face shines and and it really came through and he interacted beautifully with all the other singers young and old you know today's generation and yesterday's generation and the day, he's the like day a mix that. of uh, Karbach and Moshe Yes so speaking of Karbach so they did mo various tributes for different singers those who were there those you know, some who are not, are not alive anymore. And one of them is Shlomo Karbach. And Joey opened that medley. How did I guess? 
I'm telling you, you're just a genius. <laughs> no, no, I literally just threw <laughs> that really out there. Did. So Joey Newcomb opened a medley for Shlomo Karabach. Okay, yes. that's also, by the way, a little risky because Shlomo Karabach, you know, some people still consider him a bit of a rebel in Jewish music. But as Joey was singing on the big screen behind him, they were showing, you know, videos, flashing videos of Shlomo Karabach. And I was surprised to see in one of the videos, there were like girls right behind him. It was interesting to me that they put that up there. Okay. But, um, but Joey did a terrific job. And then every, you know, few sentences or if they went into the next song, it was also kind of medley style. The next singer came up, Benny Friedman, this one, that one. I have to but, but which one, this one, that one, was Guy Elba's there? No, he wasn't. Guy Elba's was on a horse in your show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Guy Elba's doesn't fit this mold. It's a very different This is not mold. a genre. He's not pop. Guy Elba's is a pop singer. Yeah, no. Okay. One second. <laughs> yeah, so- we didn't even get into the part where Benny Friedman, and this I saw in Razy in Razy's cooking stories. You don't understand how fabulous that whole thing was. He did such a fabulous job. First of all, he ran in and uh, on and off the stage. Every time he was going to do another singer, he quickly ran and like changed costume, so to speak. He actually did Shlomo Kabach at some point, And boy, did he do a good job. Yeah, I was writing like I was I was doing something else. I wasn't looking at the stage at the moment. And I looked up. He has drama chops like he is very comfortable being an actor. He does it in Harasha. He does it in his music videos oh, yeah? completely. Yeah, he'll transform himself for the sake of entertainment. He has a whole viral music video that takes you through Jewish music and history. So this is not the first time he's done this. Oh, okay. people almost people probably expected him to do this. And this was kind of like a live updated version of that viral video. Oh, interesting. Now I should yeah. check out the viral But one video. second, one second. I, there's a few other names I'm going to throw out and I'm going to trigger your memory and you're going to tell me what you thought when they showed up on stage. Yerachmiel okay. Begun, one of my favorite arrangers, composers, songwriters of all time, Miami Voice Choir. We grew up listening to his music. Every single Miami Voice Choir album I know, Inside Out, Backwards, Forward. He showed up. And let me tell you something. He's not the friendliest guy in the world. I'm not embarrassed to say that <laughs> publicly because everybody knows it. I'm sure he's great if you know him one on one, but he doesn't do public. He doesn't show up. It's publicly. interesting. It's interesting you're saying that because he interacted really well with a crowd, by the way. Yachmil Begun is great on stage, but he's not always he doesn't make himself available for interviews and for one on ones that often. And he's a kind of a mysterious guy. We don't know much about him personally. He's very private. But when he gets on stage, he totally shines. So Yachmil Begun was there with the Miami Boys Choir there. Yes. Oh, was Ari Goldwag there? I don't was know. Was Dark there? <laughs> Probably. Oh, Ari Goldwag was here in my neighborhood, but yeah. It was it was it was sensational, I'm telling you. And then he had a, a whole bunch of kids, you know, singing the songs and wearing their vests. They were wearing their vests and <laughs> it was it was very cute. It was it was like oh. a, a blast from the past. Yeah. Okay, speaking of blasts from the past, another famous singer that I interviewed that I absolutely love, Country Yassi. The Stiebel Hoppers, Kivi and Tuki. Oh, my okay. goodness. I, I was saw- going oh, to I, I was just going to mention that to you. I, I can't I can't even I can't even. You, it was you, beyond cute. Beyond. Oh, first of was all, there. first of all, Kivi and Tuki. I don't know. OK, again, I'm not sure of the exact history of the voices, but there were two guys that came up. I think they were the original Kivi and Tuki guys. Mm hmm. But Kivi and Tuki came up. They did a medley. It was not one second. Normal. They had they had the uh, pitch shifters on their voices. No, they didn't. 
because they sang the songs of Kivi and Tuki. What, and don't it, talk, Ashamara, don't, like that? Yes, Woo! yes. I don't know if they sang that song. I, I'm not, I don't remember if they sang that song, but okay. those songs, it was, the crowd loved it and it was <laughs> super cute. I can't even describe it. They And they flashed stuff on the screen behind them. It was really cute. I loved it. That was one of my favorite parts. That's so creative it, to bring them in because it was they, very, were very, yeah. they were a very big part of Jewish music, no doubt. Yes, the, the crowd was going nuts. <laughs> so we're at this epic concert. The crowd is going wild. Every scene is just more exciting and exhilarating than the next. They yes. pulled out all the stops. They were super creative with the content. They had tons of video on stage. The lighting was great. The sound was great. The energy was great. Tell me something that wasn't great, please. We were Jewish. We <laughs> love to criticize. Tell me something that yeah, wasn't but- great. <laughs> But since I'm a little bit, I'm in the industry, it's like, ouch, I can't, I can't. You All know, right, don't uh, say any names. Just whisper the names or just, you know, mouth <laughs> the names. I'll say them. It, there was so much happening. There was the lighting, the music, the, the video playback of what was happening behind the singers that had to be coordinated with everything as it was happening. There were the 13 camera angles. So, you know, all the, the videos had to be switched up from camera Consist- one to camera two. Constantly. Whatever. For instance, there was one camera person who multiple times I noticed his angle. He was focusing. He was doing close shots on the singers. Now, if there's a group of four singers or even more, which there was uh, in certain uh, certain medleys, for instance, you know, you go, you pan from one singer to the next according to how they're who's singing. And he uh, missed his cues. He missed his cues. Yeah. yeah. And then I was wondering, I'm like, I'm usually there behind the scenes, you know, taking care of this type of stuff and just worrying about it, making sure that the cameras are picking up on what they're supposed to pick up on. I was just like, itching to tell someone like the camera guys to move the camera over to, to the next guy, you mm-hmm. know, but so right. later on when I had a conversation with one of the crew members, um, this person did say that there was, I'm not supposed to say that. That he's not getting paid. <laughs> no, he's getting- so Who'd you run into behind stage? Anyone interesting? Yeah. So I go into, uh, so I go backstage and I saw Benny Friedman and Yossi Green and I say hello because Yossi knows me and you know, Benny, whatever. And then I see Joey Newcomb after the show and He's like, oh, what's his expression? Oh my gosh. Thank you, Hashem. Oh, no. Oh, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? What's hello? How you doing? Like he has this way of like greeting people. I forgot what it is. Okay. Anyone's going to know. And it was hilarious. He was in the greatest of spirits and he was all happy that I took a clip special of him singing so I could send it to him. I'll tell you what, he's full of life. He just connects to people and he loves connecting to people. And he's so- very present. He's very present. He's got he's got a lot of charm. So it works. Is he single? You know, no, I think oh. he's married. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, well, OK. Uh, all the single ladies. Um, so a very unexpected thing happened. And it was actually it was, very, it was cute. Mordechai Ben David made an announcement uh, that he wants to present something to his good friend, Shia Menlowitz. And he presented a 60th birthday cake. Because okay. it was his birthday and it was a huge, huge cake. And then all of a sudden people in the audience started singing happy birthday to you. And the, the instrument, everything joined the singers. There were multiple singers on stage. It was beautiful. So it was a very, very nice personal moment. A spontaneous moment. Yeah, very spontaneous and really beautiful. Like it worked out. So I wanted to mention that. And another thing I want to say regarding MBD's voice, it was very interesting to hear him sing tonight, because, you know, I remember him growing up. He, he always had this 
powerful, theatrical, deep, beautiful voice. And he just, you know, would bellow it out. And it was just, you know, you know what he's always saying like, and now he's older and you can hear it. There's a certain quality to his voice. It's more, it's slightly raspy and it's, it has a certain wisdom to it. And, and it's interesting because he didn't do, well, he used to do a lot of really cool shtick as he was singing. He didn't do it now. He more kept contained. it more simple. Yeah, it was more, more contained. contained. Yeah. He did some beautiful notes and, and some shtick, but not like he used to. He didn't so, leave so it all was, on the stage like he used to. <laughs> exactly. Some people could say, oh, he's getting older, but that's not the case because yes, he is getting older. I know he's not the same person he was 20 years ago when he was, you know, jumping around on that stage or whatever he was doing and singing in that manner. Because it's his voice and his personality developed and it really, really did shine through tonight. It was very interesting to see it. It was very nice to see it. And even his his talking voice is different. <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful way to wrap up this amazing review from Libby Schwartz, who attended the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. She was behind stage in front of stage. She caught every exciting, thrilling moment. I have to say that this concept of a Hall of Fame show is a long time coming. And I am so glad that all these deserving artists got credit for the contributions they made to Jewish music. And they were able to perform in front of an audience and not on a Zoom concert so they could feel the energy and they could feel the reception and the gratitude that the Jewish community has for the music that's been the soundtrack of our lives for all these years. Their songs have been playing at our weddings, at our simchas, at our highlights at our lowlights. And it's about time that they received a giant crystal microphone <laughs> in return for their commitment. How can we, how can we get one? Hannah? How can we get one? Yeah. You know, you can't, you have to receive it from somebody who gives it to you and really appreciate That's what I'm saying. You. you can't just acquire it. I don't know. I'm going to keep podcasting. You'll keep working with me <laughs> and on your projects. And who knows, maybe in when we're okay. 60, 70 years old, somebody will schlep us onto stage. We'll be out the cockers and be like, here, here's your microphone. I'll be like, thanks That'd for nothing. Amazing. We'll change history. We'll change history. One day we'll do in the meantime. Can you buy me one and I'll buy you one? Thanks. Absolutely. I'm going to go right now onto Amazon and get you a plastic awesome. microphone. <laughs> It's so funny that you're saying this because as I'm looking at this gorgeous microphone, I'm like, search it on Amazon. I'm like, there's no way they ordered something like that on Amazon. I don't know if we can compare ourselves to Mordechai and David, but I'm certainly happy that he got one. And I'm happy that you were there to witness it. All right, Libby, go to sleep. It's late. It's 10 o'clock here in the morning in Israel. It's three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock. The Masira Snefesh that you have for Jewish music is The dedication. Yes. And hopefully we'll be hearing more from you um, in the coming weeks as concerts keep rolling in. You can follow Libby Schwartz at Libby underscore Chuckles on Instagram. Um, She's a videographer, creative soul, an artist, a musician herself. She has a music video out, Rebind. You can watch it on YouTube. And we are so glad that you're here to give us the recap of this amazing recording. 